0: 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: How you doing, everybody? This is Guido from the Dave in the Morning, in the Morning Show, and I tune, I tune in every, every Saturday at, at 5 p.m. PM for the Di- May Outlaw. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Angley Waters, Waters Outdoors, Outdoors with, with Marty Angler, Angler. Right, right here at whiw 1013
2: FM. You
0: better listen or you'll end up with the face. Hey, this is May Mooriger from UFO Buster Radio. And when I'm not out blowing up aliens and UFOs... Oh, that was close. I'm listening to Angling Waters Outdoors with Marty Angler. I pick up some great fishing tips for those moments when things are not so hectic with these aliens from 4.2 Far. So if you want to get some good fishing tips, you need to check out Angling Waters Outdoors. Enjoy the show because I'm going to bag me an ET right about now. Hasta la vista, baby.
3: to the Angling Waters Outdoors show with your guide and host, Marty Angler. I lack ambition,
4: think I'd rather go fishing. The green
3: hornets caught more fish than you've lied about, Gustafson. And I don't think so. Close, but I don't think so. Hey, anglers, how's it going? It's Marty Angler here with you. How about last Saturday, huh? How about that? We had a great time there in the studio with uh, Dave and the boys from the Dave in the Morning Show. I hope you tuned in for that and uh, at least listened to it. I know uh, the, the uh, speaker was a little short, but that's okay. I mean, uh, you got the gist of it. And you know what? We had a great time uh, talking fishing. And um, definitely always good to see those guys. I don't get down there as much as I'd like to and, and hang out with them uh, in the morning. Uh, got to work. Um, you know how that is. (laughs) Anyway, I'd like to say, uh, hi to the Dave and the morning crew. All of them. Mike, Mike, fill me up. Um, let's see. Oh, there's just jumping Jim Matthews. And then, uh, uh, Henry Boom Boom Stevens. Wait a second. He has a variety show. Yeah, that guy. And then old Dave himself. My buddy of a long, long time. Uh, wow. It was fun. Uh, Going to have to get down there and do it a few more times. Definitely do it live. <clears throat> Maybe I can uh, sneak an extra hour out of them. And then we'll, uh, we'll do a and a on the phone or something. I don't know. We'll try something. Maybe there will be some giveaways if you pop into the studio. Uh, if you are in the Harvard area, that is. And just so you know, you're listening to... WHIWLP 101.3 FM in Harvard, Illinois. And but if you're listening from anywhere else from iHeartRadio, thank you for listening. If you're listening on Spreaker, thank you for listening. If you're on TuneIn Radio, hey, thanks again for listening. Uh we're working on Spotify. Uh we have a few others. Still working on the TV show. Uh we 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 got the okay for the the show itself, um, for the TV channel, I should say. We got the okay for that. They just didn't tell me how much the licensing costs. And, well, I don't have any sponsors, so uh, it's going to take a little while. Uh, it's a chunk of change. I just don't have laying around the house just yet. Well, <laughs> it may be a long time before I do. But anyway... Uh, When we do, uh, you'll be able to get us on your Roku box or Hulu or any of those. um, And we'll be doing our videos and stuff. I've got a video I'm I'm working on right now. I'm hoping to get out uh, this weekend. But don't hold your fingers uh, too tight. But, uh, you know, anything can happen between now and Monday. And, you know, it's, it's something that me and Richard and Andy, we've all tried to... We we have we're, we have a little bit of problem getting together all the time and just videotaping, and then uh, I have a hard time keeping them from doing the bad word thing. But we'll eventually get there. I know we will. Um, I, I'm thinking maybe uh, we'll do uh, maybe we'll do a twofer, just two of us out at a time. Who knows? Maybe I'll let them two go out one time and and videotape it, and we'll put that in there. I got some educational videos I want to throw in uh, with the YouTube channel. So all these fishing will go in with the YouTube channel. Um you know, documentaries on, on how to uh tie line, how to uh uh look for fish um and, and how to fish certain lures, different depths and whatnot. I mean everything we talk about and then some. And uh maybe Maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll do a recipe, Um, maybe we'll just talk about a recipe, or maybe I'll just give a recipe book away. Who knows? (laughs) You just never know. So anyway, I want to thank everybody for listening, and just so you know, not only on those venues can you hear us, but you can also get us through the, uh, um, I I always post the shows on the Angling Waters Outdoors, or the Marty Angler Facebook page, uh, and the uh it's at the awo show um i posted on the twitter um and now that i have a twitter for the other channel i won't you won't see both uh uh bureau's roadhouse and the uh um angling waters outdoors radio show on the same one so we're going to try to keep us separate and still try and keep you up to date every week uh with things um this week uh is going to be no different um so with that, we'll we'll get started here. Um, you know, uh, I, I was thinking, with all this rain that Wisconsin's getting up there, um, I don't know if you've heard or not, but uh, certain areas are besieged with uh, downed trees and water running the pavement, and there's a lot of lakes up there. So, you know, if you're going heading up north, be very careful. And if you can, uh, you know, try to avoid uh Disastered areas uh, let the people who take care of that take care of that and uh, if you want to help well then uh, find somebody that's uh, handling the uh, situation and uh, give them a hand you know tell me you want to give a hand and uh you know what your expertise is you know because everybody can use help somewhere along the line there so but uh, fishing from what I understand <laughs> past there up way up north uh, with the muskies and the northerns are getting pretty good so but, uh, you know, if you can help out people with their uh down trees and flooding and whatnot, hey, help out definitely. I know I'm taking my generator and uh um saws and we're heading up there right after the show, and uh, we're gonna go check on our property up there um and if we can help out the neighbors, we'll do that too so i'm take I'd like to take my four wheeler as well, but we don't know what the property's gonna look like, and they wanna cut the grass so. I'm thinking, ah, uh, you're giving me you know, those tough decisions. Do I bring the four wheeler? or Do I bring the <laughs> bring the lawnmower? But I guess I'm gonna end up taking a lawnmower because we got to take water up there anyway. So, no, well, I could do it either way. But um, I'd like to take the boat and go out on Pete and Well or something and and do some fishing for walleye. It's uh, but eh, I can't do that. We got things to do, so we'll get those done. But uh as as it is right now you know fishing is uh fishing here in northern illinois is pretty good um if i was going out tomorrow and as as i do every week it's like a little monologue thing you know i just uh what do we do and how would we do it well i'm sticking to my guns um i'm going to stick with the uh uh either the plastics or the inline spinners uh Spinner baits work real well nowadays, guys, with the up and down temperatures, the fog coming in and going and raining and not raining um, in deeper water, probably uh around a seven to ten foot range um You might find fish a little deeper, but i I really highly doubt it because of the fact that um you know they're they're still they're still coming up to feed. And when they do that, you know they're not, they're not going to go far. Not if they can squeak. They're lazy. If they're going to squeak out an easy meal. They're going to do it. They might get stuffed. Have you ever seen a, a largemouth bass caught and there's another and they're hitting a lure? I've seen that picture so many different times with so many different baits and so many different. I seen one where the fish was the tail of one fish was sticking out of its mouth and it was actually hooked. Because the other bass came up to try to hit it, they're instinctively they're the ones that are cleaning up the lake, the dying fish and whatnot they they'll', they'll they're, they're the carnivores of the lake, if you want to go that route, but uh um they'll probably hit something a little faster, but I would go with big and shiny they're they're going to probably feed a little with the heavier stuff um until the transition period because um, you still think it's a little summer you know pretty soon here though we're going to be in the fall pattern and uh, you know some fish fishing especially if you go toward the north might start be turning into that but uh, I would I would go to the plastics still and I would I would go with the inline spinners Um. and Andy my oldest he uh, he was using a spinner bait just a two bladed willow leaf and um he caught a couple of bass last week and well of course <laughs> i had to i had to beat everybody but that's just me that's you know that's just the way i am i just i go out there and and i didn't try just one thing and and let's talk about that for a minute okay you know there's a lot of guys that go out there and they'll fish with one lure and they'll fish it the whole lake that's fine if you're learning how to throw that bait and catch fish in a different ways to catch fish that you're good at throwing or picking up or whatever, by all means go out there and fish one bait. Me, I've got six rods on my boat that are fixed and ready to fish. And uh, most of the time I start with, when I get on the water, I'll start with the top water. I'll, I look at the lake and everywhere I go, I'll look at the lake and I, I get a feel for what might be biting. You know, and how it might be binding. I've done my homework. It's not always correct. I still get uh, D's for, you know, starting up. But, uh, you know, uh, there are days I go out there and I get an A++. So uh, it's just sometimes you're the, you know, you're you're just right on the money. And sometimes you're, well, you're close, but no cigar. The trick is to learn what you want to throw. Keep your... Your specialty lures, your favorites, use them, but don't live with them. I mean, don't don't keep throwing them, even though you know that's not the right bait to be throwing. Sometimes you got to go, especially in a tournament. You'll see guys with rods on their boat. There's 15, 20 rods, and they're all rigged, rigged with different lines, different colors. It may be one or two baits. You know, they were out pre pre testing the lake or pre fishing the lake, and and what they do. They went out there and they they caught a whole bunch of fish on a certain lure. And that's the lure they're using. Some will will just take it by the seat of their pants and go out there. And they'll fish, oh, they'll probably fish three or four baits. But they still, they have like 15 rods hooked up. Um, I know of one guy, he had five rods. And each rod had a different line weight and a different color lure on it. And then he'd go to the next five. He had like 25 rods on his boat. And each one was a different lure that he felt confident in with different line weights or different color line or different color baits, you know, subtle differences or big differences, depending on the bait he had. Um, It never hurts to think when you're out there, you know, what would be, what's the one thing I haven't thrown in a while? that might catch fish or that I'm confident in catching fish and just pick it up and throw it I mean you'd be surprised you might only get one fish but that it was the right time and the place to throw that bait because it was something that was itching at your brain and it's you know maybe it sent out signals and this
0: what if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation where it's not about mission statements but a shared mission at U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
3: Fish that hey, I can get a, get a fish, <laughs> get hooked on a fish, <laughs> whatever. Uh... Yeah, the comedy's gone today. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's been a long week. Um, anyway, um, so you go out, stick to your guns, uh, you know, even if you use the same line weight, okay, I, I tend to do, um, 12 pound and 8 pound. I don't know, it's just me. I, I, I bought some, uh, P-line 8 pound test line, but <laughs> it's all gone, um, I caught some I caught a lot of fish one day and my youngest looked at me and said, Hey you got any more that p-line left? I said, Yeah and he he snagged it up. That's okay, I don't mind. Because um I know when I go when I say, Hey, I'm gonna go pick up some P line um, or I'm gonna order it and it's twenty six dollars for a bigger spool you wanna put in on it, he'll say yeah. Well actually they probably will both say yeah because that's just the way they are. Um I, I I can tell you that regardless of where you're fishing, um, you got to have confidence. You got to be confident in what you're throwing. You got to be confident in what you're using, and and you have to be able to work, feel confident in the way you're feeling the rod move. I mean, if you're jigging it, you're jigging it. If you're just reeling it off the bottom, well, don't reel it too fast that you come off the bottom. Let it come down and drop down a little bit. Come back up. Come down. You know, it's just a feel. It's a feel. You got to almost visualize in your mind's eye what you're doing the whole time. And then when you get bit, now you know what you're doing. Now you know what your your what speed you were going, what you know, what jigging prospects you were going. All that plays in the, into the effect of it. So, you know, be careful when you're out there. Just to be just to be watchful of what you're doing, and uh, have a little fun doing it. And if you're out there to learn to catch more and bigger fish, that's what you got to do. You've got to spend time fishing, and you've got to spend time paying attention to what you're fishing for and how you're fishing for it. Walleyes are no different than bass, and they're no different than uh, muskie or pike. Um, they're just bigger fish and bigger baits. And a few different techniques, but mostly the same thing. You've got to pay attention to what you do the whole time you're doing it and how you're doing it and then it becomes routine and then before you know you're doing it you're having a conversation and boom you got a fish you set the hook the scariest thing (laughs) it'll make you jump uh when you're reeling in a topwater lure and you get just to the boat and you go to pull it out and a fish comes up after it and hits it now you've got like three feet of line (laughs) you got to open a bale let him go with it so you can bring him back to the boat because if you don't he'll snap your rod so I mean, it's it's kind of one of those funny things that ha- I've caught them all the way up to where they've caught hooked the lure, boom right into the side of the boat. Uh, it's I kind of go, oh that's gotta hurt, but it happens. And so what are you gonna do? You know um, that's that's the cause and effect of fishing. Um, My, my, uh, dislike is when you cast way out there and you get one of those casts that go forever and then it hits the water and all of a sudden, boom, now you got one and you're like, Oh, great. You know, I'm in like six feet of cabbage. I got to get out of the, out of the weeds to catch this fish. Otherwise he'll, he'll bring in, you know, 40 pounds of weed, um, You'll have weeds all the way up. Pretty soon you'll think, oh, the fish is gone. And you start peeling the weeds off. Oop, there's a couple of eyes. There he is. And he's leaping at you now. So, you know, it, it, it's a fun thing. I can tell you a million stories, but you got to experience this stuff for yourself. Um, gone out bluegill fishing. Hooked the bluegill. All of a sudden, boom, here comes a pike. Oh, no. <laughs> I've got four-pound test line, and I've got a huge pike on here. What do you do? You just keep back reeling and reeling forward, back reeling and reeling and pretty soon that fish is gonna tire out, and hopefully he tires out just about the time you get enough reeled in. You can pull him up out of the water and net him. You don't want to fight him too long because you don't want him to go belly up, and then you gotta release him back properly so that uh you know he catches his breath in a sense and then uh swims off on his own accord, otherwise uh smoke pike for dinner. <laughs> I know I'm rambling on about stuff today. I just uh, I really had no vision of what I was going to do today. I'm I'm still so pumped about what happened last weekend. It was great, uh, great to be on the uh, in the studio, having a great time with the boys and uh, answering questions and just uh, talking fishing. I I love to talk fishing. Um, yeah, I love to compare notes and and be able to say, um, yeah, we, we did this this time. My biggest thrill this year um was the day I broke my boat <laughs> filled it full of sand. I should say um I wish my friend uh would have my friend Jeff would have brought in the uh sturgeon that he had on that was that had to be huge i mean that he had that rod doubled over, and uh wow, I mean I'd catch up to it and it'd turn around and go the other way, and I'd catch up to it again. And turn around and go the other way. I'm like, oh man, this fish is just leading me on a wild goose chase. So that was my big thrill this year watching somebody else catch a fish. Wish we would have got it in the boat, uh or at least up to the boat to take pictures and video of it. But we didn't get that far. <clears throat> Sorry to say. But uh hey, maybe next time. Who knows? It ain't over till it's over and uh, I don't think that it's gonna be over soon. So anyway, um you know, I, I'm going to try something a little different this this week. Uh, uh, I've loaded up a couple of songs here. This first one is a song by Billy Craig. It's called Gone Fishing. Um, going to try it. I hope we don't get an echo, but eh, we'll see what happens here.
1: A secret no one knows. I like to spend my time down by where the river flows, with my fishing pole, radio, that blue ribbon beer, yeah. This is my favorite time of the year. In the middle of my desk sits a beat-up little sign. Gone fishing Gone fishing I found this place that no one knows It's a half an hour walk through the woods, through the grove You might see the cattle grazing Bumblebees are racing at it Feels like time just disappears Leave the hustle and the bustle. I'm casting out my line Gone fishing Gone fishing You can take your city life it's just enough for me. I take the slow river flowing, sitting under my tree. Yeah, that's me. I have this fishing spot that no one knows. Get there with the sunrise and leave with well, who knows. As long as fish are biting. I'm just smiling in my small piece of heaven I can call my own If I really try to hustle I can cast out one more time Gone fishing Gone fishing Gone fishing Fishing.
5: When you see a deer, you see Bambi and I see up Facials manicured, waxed, and Botoxed but with deep spray on tans and creamy, lotiony hands. You can't grip a tackle box. Yeah, with all these men like.
2: How about we have fish for dinner tonight?
5: You
3: have a
2: recipe?
3: I certainly do. I have a couple, actually. And this one, oh, hang on. Where are we going here? That's all right. (laughs) It got away from me. It's the big one that got away. All right. Anyway, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I have a fish recipe. I have two of them actually. The first one is called walk fish sun. This is a uh, recipe sent from uh, Chris Langer in Richmond, Minnesota. Hey, and if you have a recipe you want me to share, hit me up on uh, At Comcast.net or MartyAngler13 at Comcast.net, send it over. I'll read it on air. I'm not proud, but I hope you are enough to send one over. <laughs> anyway, uh, what fish? Sun sounds like fun. Ah. Anyway, you need one and a half pounds of sunfish or substitute fillets. Uh, one and a half teaspoons of cornstarch, one tablespoon of water. Really? <laughs> one tablespoon of sesame oil. Half a teaspoon of salt. Quarter teaspoon of white vinegar. One eighth teaspoon five spice powder. Uh two tablespoons of vinegar vegetable oil. I'm sorry. Two tablespoons of vegetable oil that is. Two cloves of garlic minced uh four slices of peeled fresh ginger root, two medium tomatoes each cut into eight wedges, and then one package of frozen sugar snap peas defrosted, one medium red bell pepper cut into one inch chunks, one medium green pepper cut into one inch chunks, half a cup thinly sliced green onions, and two tablespoons of soy sauce. This is for four servings by the way. Uh, Arrange fillets slightly overlapping in a 13 by 9 inch baking pan dish. Baking pan or dish depending where you come from. Uh, in a small bowl combine cornstarch cornstarch, water, sesame oil, salt, vinegar, and five-spice powder. Spread cornstarch mixture evenly over fillets, turning to coat, cover dish with plastic wrap chill one hour. In a wok. Heat vegetable oil over medium high heat. Add garlic and ginger root. Stir fry for thirty seconds or until browned. Stirring consistently using a slotted spoon. Remove the discard and discard the garlic and ginger root from the oil. They can get very if you've never had one, if you've never bitten into one after that. Mm. It's good, though. <laughs> Hi-ya. Uh, let's see. Uh, after you take the garlic and ginger root from the oil, add fish, stir fry for three to five minutes or until fish is firm and opaque. It just begins to flake. Remove fish from wok. Place on serving platter cover to keep warm. Set aside. Add remaining ingredients to wok, stir-fry for three to four minutes or until mixture is hot, stirring constantly. Stir in fish, serve over hot cooked rice if desired. Well, that's the only way to eat that kind of stuff. If you're going to stir-fry, you've got to put it on rice, man. That's all there is to it. Uh, so that's uh, that's number one. That sounds like a good one, too. I'd like to try that one. But I make a mess, so we'll see. <laughs> all right number two Oh, this one is a this one is a good one too I think this one is going to be um, Italian fish one and a half pounds of northern pike or other lean fish fillets about a half inch thick skin removed one jar of spaghetti sauce two tablespoons snipped fresh parsley, half a teaspoon dried fresh dried fresh dried basil leaves, quarter teaspoon dried oregano leaves, one eighth teaspoon pepper, one cup shredded mozzarella cheese. Now this is all you have to do for this one. Heat oven to 350, cut fish into serving size pieces, range at a 13 by 9 Inch baking pan. Pour spaghetti sauce over the fish. Sprinkle with parsley, basil, oregano, and pepper. Top with cheese. Bake until fish flakes easily at thickest part, 20 to 25 minutes. It's almost like uh what is it, uh, spaghetti pizza or spaghetti fish without <laughs> the spaghetti? It's called Italian fish, by the way. Or could that be a pizza without the pizza bread? Anyway, um, those are your two recipes for today. Uh, I hope you try them out and let me know how they turn out and how you like them. And if you have a suggestion for a recipe that you'd like to have, send me an email. Don't be afraid. I don't bite. I ain't got the teeth for it anymore. (laughs) Uh, Bite, I might have to go to the dentist. (laughs) Anyway, um, enough with my teeth. Uh, So if if you want to try a recipe or you want a recipe or if you're looking for a recipe or whatever, send me an email. If you're looking for suggestions on baits or colors or anything, you want to know how to tie a line or what proper knots, we're going to do a show on knots. Um, I was going to work on that for maybe next week, but I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to do it in video form instead. And uh, who knows? Um, one of these days, maybe we'll get the video and the audio together. And we'll do both at the same time. Maybe live, maybe not. I don't know. We do it live. I'll have to do it as a sub show because this comes over the radio. So anyway, let's get to the reports. Uh, well, you know what? I think we got time why don't we play another song first huh let's see what do we got loaded up in our little rack here Ah, uh, here we go tackle box luke bryan here we go
4: it was two shades of brown scratched up plastic It held extra line, lures, hooks and matches And his last name engraved in brass Right there by the handle on the top I'd slide it out of the back of his station wagon lug it down the bank with my arm dragging I could hardly wait for him to lift the lid on that apple bar Cause I'd sail with him across the South Pacific Stand beside him on the bow of that battleship See him kiss the ground and thank the good Lord Jesus And watch him run to grandma crying on he opened up Every time he opened up That old chapel box He'd bait my hook And keep on telling stories About nickel coats Girls and Sandlot glory Trucks and peanut fields long before this town knew black time. I was almost riding with them shotgun down those dirt roads, taking turns on a jug of homemade shine as he raised his butt. Sky with dust and kicked up rocks. He opened up every time he opened up that old tackle box. Stand beside him on the bow of that battleship See him kiss the ground and thank the good Lord Jesus And watch him run to Grandma crying on the docks He'd open up every time he opened up that old tackle box Every time he opened up, that old tackle box, it was two shades of brown, scratched up plastic.
3: Seriously, right? The Green Hornets caught more fish than you've lied about, Gustafson. Mr Angler, you got fish report for this week? Yeah, I want to turn the button on. I certainly do, Mr. Wong. Ah, uh, let's get out to our favorite spot, the Chain of Lakes. Fox Chain of Lakes in northern Illinois. Uh bass have moved up into the slop and are very active. Uh attacking scum frogs and other weed baits. Or weedless bait, I'm sorry. Um topwater lures seem to be doing pretty good. Um, And don't forget to back off the weed edges in deeper water. Yep, that's correct too. Now um, with with that (laughs) um, I was using a whopper plopper last week and I got a nice three pound smallmouth. Okay, nice fish. He hit it so hard and then I froze. First time in a long time I've done that. But I froze because I seen him come up and hit it, but it didn't look like he took it. So I was waiting to see if the line would move. And then, boom, he hit it again. This time the line was taken off. So, you know, don't be afraid to use those topwater lures ever, even if it's cold, cold outside. Because you just never know. Um, You just remember, vary your speed, slow them down, you know, speed them up a little bit, slow them down. If you can get it in the summertime, you can get it in the fall. You can get it in the spring. It'll hit. They'll hit. Uh, See, panfish is good around boat docks, structures, shade for the fish, waxworms, single hook, or white shrimp under boat. That's live bait. If you want to use fake bait, uh, use a little Mr. Twisters or um, that Berkeley Power Baits uh, for, for bluegill. That'll work, too. Um, and if you're going for crappie use the little crappie bites. Uh, also, uh, for the live bait for crappie, minnows and jigs under a float or small crankbaits. That'll work for those. Uh, let's see, walleye bite has really died down, but fish are still being found in the evening.
0: <coughs>
3: Excuse me. Uh, catch the fish as they move up from the deeper water into the weedy areas. Twitch baits like X-Raps work well with the standard jig and minnow combination. Uh, I've also caught fish. Concentrate on deep water near current areas. Upper portion of the fox has been producing walleyes. Troll shad wraps on long lines and change up your speeds to trigger a strike. And Don't be afraid to do that. Don't be afraid to speed up, slow down, speed up, slow down. If If you're slow And then all of a sudden you take off, it's like they feel like you, the lure feels, the lure is being chased. So they'll take off after it as well. Nothing like two fish vying for the same dinner. (laughs) Uh, Braidwood, catfish bite is really hot and heavy. That lake stays the same temperature almost all year long, I believe. Uh, Cut bait, stink bait, stink bait, I love using stink bait. It' nasty. It' nasty, but it's good stuff. Uh let's see. Carlisle Lake catfish are caught on night crawler, stink baits, and leeches. Crappies are rated good on minnows and jigs. White bass and saugers are rated good. Saugers. If you don't know, a sauger's like a walleye, just not quite a walleye. They taste the same, but yeah. At least the ones I've had have all tasted the same. Anyway, it's just uh, your preference. Uh, Let's see, Um, Lake Shelbyville, walleyes are still active below spillway on jigs and twisters or shad bodies. You know, I I don't have any uh, McHenry Dam reports. I do have a Fox River uh, report of catfish on cut cut baits or stink baits or using egg sinker up about 18 inches from the bait. Um... You know, uh, it's funny. um, Years ago, they used to have this uh, thing that they came out with. You put the stink bait in it, and it would raise up. Um, It would float a little bit up above the ground, and it had two hooks that came around on it. Now, those things even glowed in the dark. I don't know whatever happened to them. I don't even remember the name of them, but they would destroy it. Oh, I don't know. There's something about stink baits. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Catfish just destroy them. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Mississippi River. If you're heading out toward Alton, catfishing is good. Uh, Skipjack, cut bait. Uh, several nice size fish being taken. You got to use your, your use weight on your line in the river. It is a fast current. Now, with all the rains and everything that they got going on up in Wisconsin, some of the rivers down here are gonna to start to flood a little bit. Maybe not a whole lot but, but enough. And when that water starts moving fast, the fishing can get furious in a hurt in a heartbeat. Just tearing it up. Just tear 'em up. Now I do have reports this week from Wisconsin. Um up by the Eagle River area, water levels are high, but water is warm in the shallows. Deep lakes have uh, a distinct thermoclaim. Walleye fishing has been tough for big fish, but anglers are seeing pretty good numbers of smaller fish. On the Eagle River chain, the fish are 12 to 14 foot range daily. Best bait is night crawlers cut in half, with the best part being the front of the crawler. So you set up one for the walleye at the front of the crawler, and with the back of the crawler, you catch your your catfish or bluegill with. <laughs> Don't throw away the crawler. Um, the uh, walleye do fit, uh, move into the shallows weeds in the evenings. Muskie fishing has been inconsistent at best. The term "dog days" simply or certainly apply here. Okay. Panfish actually remains good for crappies in the weeds. And some schools of these fish are also in holes on the chain. Perch have been hitting well in the deeper weeds. Bluegills are hitting on worms in the weeds, as always. And let's see. If you take some if you're gonna take a kid fishing to teach them to fish or to have a good time and you want to keep them occupied, don't take them bass fishing. Start them off with bluegill. And all you gotta do is find a tree or a limb or something in the water sticking up. And you'll and once you do that, put on a little uh red wriggler on a hook, throw it out there. Or or like I said, those Berkeley power bait, those little bitty they're uh red, green, yellow, and I think white. And they fit really nice on a small hook. You put it on a bobber about twelve to eighteen inches, just drop it in the water. Bobber goes down, you set the hook. I mean you can do this all day long. I mean, you want to catch a mess of panfish just to eat, and you're not worried about the size of them. I say if you're going <laughs> to you're gonna fillet a, a 5 or 6-inch fish, go for it. But me, I'm going for the 8 and 9s because <laughs> they're going to have more meat. But you can get them, and you'll get them all day long. So if you're going to take somebody fishing to teach them how to fish, that's the best way to do it. Go out there and just throw a bobber in the water with one of those little power baits on it, and, and if it sits there for a little bit and ain't doing it, and just, just slowly start to reel it, and I mean slow. Just so you see the bobber moving, but it doesn't leave a little wake on the, on the water, and then before you know it, shh, bobber's gone. Sometimes they want it moving. I don't know why. And let's see. Hayward, Wisconsin. Muskie bites been mostly on baits cast around weeds and surface baits seeing considerable action. Okay, and water's really warm up there, so be careful how you handle the fish. Wally fishing remains strong on crawlers, followed by minnows in the evening. Work weed lines and brake lines with live bait, plastics, and beetle spins. Really? Beetle spins? I haven't used those in forever. Good idea though. All right. All right, see, Iron County area. This is a good one here. Black bears are competing over berries, so bear hunters may be seeing a little less action on their baits. <laughs> Wild rice is uh, in its ripening stage. Lake Superior waters are warming, making fish difficult, fishing difficult. Any sequence of two or more days of south winds will allow fishermen to take advantage of cooler waters. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me, Lake Michigan in Milwaukee metro areas uh in Milwaukee early morning boaters targeting salmon who launch at five a m are back to shore by noon while fish afternoon boaters have been returning by sunset uh or shortly thereafter. All are very hit or miss with some coming to the landing with close to their limits while others have no fish. That sounds like a report that's been going on up there. Fish averages 17 to 20 pounds for kings, 4 to 8 pounds for rainbows. Lake trout weights are across the board, with a few up to 20 pounds. Anglers fished in depths ranges from 80 to 130 feet uh, to deeper waters out 280 to 350. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. You know, I, I think we had that same type of report for the Chicago area a few weeks ago. Interesting. Uh, most Kenosha boaters had luck in the 250 to 350 feet on spoons followed by flies. Uh, yeah, That's the way it looks like it's going there. Madison area, a couple of big walleyes were caught recently on Lake Mendota but overall walleye bite is a little slow. The smallmouth action is also a little tougher than normal. Some nice bluegills have been caught up to 9 inches Well, fishing over the bars in 12 to 16 feet. Like Monona is still producing a lot of bluegills on the weed lines, over the mudflats, and then over very deep water where they are suspended 10 to 15 feet down. You know, if you've got a boat and you want to have some fun, take your kids fishing, that's the kind of thing you want to do. Go out there, find a bar in deep water and get the big ones. Get those big bluegills going. They're, they're, they'll put up a heck of a fight, you know, and... Uh, Put them on a on a spin cast or or Zebco, and if they haven't fished before, get them on a Zebco. Uh, you can't mess up a Zebco too much, as long as they don't throw it in the lake. It's all good. Um, but uh, you know, it, it's all fun and games, and everybody has a great day, and and that's a memory they'll never forget. And that's what this is all about, guys, and girls. This is all about making memories, having fun, making memories. And, you know, you're teaching your kids about wildlife, the outdoors, and you're just having a great time, spending time with them. They're spending time with you. And uh, if you take a couple of home and fillet them up, make a dinner out of it, you know, don't make them eat the whole fillet. Cut them up in pieces, deep fry them, you know, make them not taste like fish, and maybe they'll like them a little faster. And then, you know, slowly let them enjoy the fish as it is um i know uh my boys they they've come to like seafood a little bit better than they used to um if i was to deep fry some fish they'd be over here in a heartbeat <laughs> heck i make jerky and they come over here hey where's my jerky i didn't tell them i made some this week in fact it was done about an hour ago so <laughs> i'm uh, i've got them drying off a little more cooling down So they'll be tasty a little later. Anyway, um, but this is what it's all about. It's all about bringing families together and having a good time. Fishing is nothing more than a sport that a whole family can get involved in. You don't have to like them to uh, fish for them. And if you can't take them off the hook, I'm sure there's somebody there that will help you. Um, I know my wife doesn't like taking them off the hook. She'll hold them. But she didn't like taking the hook off of them. I guess she's just afraid she might get hooked. I don't know. But I don't mind taking them off. Or um, when when uh, I took her out last year, was it last year? Time flies when you're having fun. Uh, maybe it was two years ago I took her out. Um, and I said, "I'm gonna teach you to bass fish." And she looked at me and she goes, "Yeah, right." I said, "I gave her a fluke. I gave her the fa- my favorite color fluke." Um, white, and I said, okay, this is what we're going to do. You're going to cast it out, let it hit the water, count to five, and then just raise the rod tip up, lower it back down, reel in the slack. Um, she boated five fish. She missed boating fish, probably 10 of them. She probably, because she doesn't know how to you know, I try to explain that you got to keep the rod tip up, and she's she's one of those pumper people. But that's okay because she'll break that habit if she wants to keep the fish. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't I didn't take haven't taken her out much since then. But I I get her a fishing license, and she's gone out riding around on a boat with me a couple of times. And uh, she'll say, I'll sit back here. I, I put a worm last time we went out. I take that back. We went out we went out last year, I think. And I put a worm on for it, and and we were fishing shallow, and I said, just cast it out, count to three, raise it up, and then just roll that that down and pull it up, roll it down, pull it up, and it makes that worm come up and twitch, come up and twitch, and before you know it, then uh, you've uh, definitely got yourself a fish on, so. It's something uh, you know when you learn how to fish and you spent the time fishing like I have, you tend to be able to coach people better and show them how, tell them how to do it, what's working for you. Um, sometimes what I do with the fluke, I do with the worm, and sometimes I don't. It, it, you just you, you got you make it look like it's dying or, or, or swimming, and uh, that's all you can do. I mean, um, if it's not working, there are plenty other ways of catching fish. Maybe you're not to right spot. Maybe you are, you know. Um, I was watching a guy on YouTube. Uh, he was throwing uh, topwater. He'd throw topwater, 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 and then he looked look down at his sonar, and he'd see fish, and all of a sudden he'd change to worm and start throwing a worm. His tactics were, if you see them, go after them. If they don't bite, move on. But he had the same routine: top water, top water, top water, plastics. Top water, top water, top water, plastics. So he wasn't missing an attempt at a fish. He was trying to use all of his abilities to catch a fish while he's out there. Now, I don't know if he used crankbaits as well. He probably does, um, but uh, those are tactics too. Rig one. I, I have them that way. I have a. I have a rattle trap tied on all the time. I have uh, hooks for flukes and worms, two different types of poles, two different weight, uh, weight line weights. Then I have an inline spinner, and then um, I've just entered into having a uh, a jig, the googly-eyed jig with a twister tail or a fluke on it. And then I have uh, a creature bait that I have just added to my arsenal uh for flipping and pitching and then uh I still have uh one more rod for another crankbait. And sometimes I I put on another different color rattle. Track. It just depends on how I'm feeling. So, but anyway, uh like I said, you know, this is this isn't all about us. It's about the kids and uh family thing. So, what you want to do is you want to get out there, go fish and have a great time. And while you're out there, you know, thank Thank the good Lord that uh, you're able to do what you do out there and spend the time with your kids because, you know... The green
4: hornets caught more fish than you've lied about, Gustafson.
3: Have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Ciao. Okay,
2: you go now. Show over. Mr. Angler say you come back next week. Maybe we have more stuff.
3: Bye-bye.